Hello and welcome to Flippin' Orbs live on Wokwok's MTG Twitch channel. I at least hope we're live and everything like that. If you're listening to this on a podcast, just so you know, this episode was recorded live on Twitch where you can join us next time twitch.com slash wakwakmtg so if you hear us talking about what we're seeing you know why you're not actually seeing it and all those thingies but as usual do we have uh, someone with me those watching no <laughs> i have someone with me so who are with me today okay i am seb hello <laughs> I can make a wave. I am here, yes. Hello, Seb. But you're not the only one today. We also have... Elliot is here as well. <laughs> no no surprise this time for those who can see the video. Uh, yeah, <laughs> jumped in at the last moment there. Yeah, yeah. What, what do you like my graphics? I fixed it like 15 minutes before we went live. Like, oh, fuck. I just... Because the sound issues were bigger so i was like eh. but i think yeah. we have at least um, made it possible for us to show some cards mm -hmm. and also some decks uh, later on so for those also again listening uh, to the podcast we are going to show some decks and talk about them but hopefully you you can get along with us anyways use your imagination yeah like, no, uh, and, and, and um, here in chat we have, again, a mist uh, saying we have a 4th edition Pestilence. That's not true, though. It's an unlimited one. It's really dark, though. It, that might be also. No, it's, the border seems white. Maybe that's how. Yeah, it looks like 4th edition, I, I do agree, but... Um, no, there's, there's a, there, I can see the uh, the copyright line at the bottom. That's definitely 4th edition, Gordon. <laughs> Okay, I can't see it. So, uh, okay, the the problem is then. Uh, oh, then we're going to have some fun things uh, when we see reprints, because um, uh, the the last thing I uh, on. The, <clears throat> so when I set up the setup for today, I like okay, let's go to deck builder to be able to show cards, which I do always. And realized, no, we're streaming from my stationary computer, which doesn't actually have deck builder. And, uh, oh, shit. So we're doing Scryfall for getting the card art. Okay. And so apparently they choose... Yeah, like, I, I, I clicked in old school legal, but uh, they're probably American old school legal. So, hmm. yeah. You can blame Elliot and all those in the States for the card art today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Elliot? Uh, I, I do not accept blame for your lack of technological <laughs> savvy, Gordon. <laughs> but, but if it was Swedish legal in, um, uh, in Scryfall, everything would have been okay. Okay. Maybe I can sh like go in and choose... Yeah, uh, it's not that important, maybe. <laughs> Art is always important. Yeah. Okay, so it's true. Uh, Static is one of the keys to uh, you know to our hobby here. So 
<laughs> don't, don't underplay it, Seb. No, oh, no we sorry, need to sorry. be able to show uh, beta cards, I think. Ah, mm -hmm. ah. Uh, uh, maybe a sage troll. By the way, I, I, yes, indeed. I saw a post um, yesterday regarding, you know, the, the 40 before 40 yeah. phenomenon of trying uh, to get there. Did you see 80, 80 before 40? 80 before 40, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's... For those who don't know what 40 over 40, it start with that, maybe. Mm -hmm. Sure. So, so 40 before 40 is the, uh, in general, get your 40 dual lands before you turn age 40, right? Uh, for, for those who really want to challenge, it's get 40 beta dual lands or black, black border dual lands, I suppose, could be a combination of alpha and beta, uh, although you cannot get 40 alpha dual lands. No, uh, that's hard. Before 40. Uh, so, but yeah, anyway, Christian uh, posted yesterday 80 before 40, and I was very curious what that meant. Does he have two play sets of beta dual lands or, or what's going on? Because I'm interested. Yeah, um, <laughs> I for real think it is that he already has 40 before 40 and going for another set of oh, 40. He's, he's gone, he's gone beyond. I see. Yeah. Okay, so he's only at 24 going for 80. Yeah, the... um, I'm, I'm guessing as chat again, I missed. Um, it's that he already have the unlimited one so he can play and now he's going for the real uh, 40 in beta okay okay that's that makes a lot more sense and makes me does it concerned. does it does it really make sense <laughs> is sense the sensical word to use here yeah. sensible it, ma it makes me feel less bad about where i am uh with you know what i have left to do before age 40. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. How are you in that one? Uh, I have 14, 14, I think. 14 beta. 14 beta, yeah. Okay, right. I'm already 40, 44, 40. If you include unlimited, I'm, I'm good. But nice. beta is a real challenge. I don't even have 40 unlimited. But I think we've had this discussion before. Yeah, probably. I got, I got my unlimited set. That's when I started using the. I think I invented the, the tag on uh, Facebook, like when I got my yeah, I when so. I got all the jewels. Uh, Forty before you 40. need to have reasons to collect, and uh, I, for one, tip my hat to the eighty <laughs> before forty. But I'm probably not even going to have forty-one then before forty. <laughs> I saw you never know. Uh, 116 yeah. before 100. 116 <laughs> before 100, I think, is a good one. Yeah, that's cool. Like, it's... Or, or mo mostly stupid again. Um, let's see. Today on the Flippin' Orbs... Why, yeah, why is there a pestilence on our on our display there? I have Tell no us. idea. Why is there a plague all over the world? No, uh, <laughs> on the screen, I mean. Yeah, um, we have some loose ideas uh, what to talk about today, uh, for once. <laughs> and um, we, um, should we do the classic, we live in special times. And uh, uh. about there, we're going to end with that talk and say, of course, we're going to talk about the plague today. And um, brewing with the plague bring with pestilence and also the best set to talk about when it comes to yeah times like these the dark mm. 
And um, we usually start off our episodes uh, with a question of the episode. And um, I don't think we actually um, came up with one before. I, I have a couple of uh, ideas. We could do favorite card from the dark. Uh, we could do favorite non-pestilence plague card. Uh, what, what do you guys think? I like I like both of those. Why don't we? They're they're both pretty short. We can knock them both out. Yeah. So favorite card from the dark. Uh, who wants to go first? Seb, I think you, you're the taskmaster yeah. today. You know all the all the things we're going to talk about. Yeah, I I put up the bullet points for that. Uh, I will go for Blood Moon. <laughs> of course, I, of course you do. <laughs> I love Brewer Blood Moon, <laughs> uh, and it's hard to make it good. And uh, I usually don't go for the aggressive decks. I build the long, <laughs> long games with uh, having mana, but playing Shivans and whatever. Uh, so maybe it's not that good with some such troll decks. Maybe have a. Uh, blood moon or two i don't know i let you, you know more about that but yeah in in black red only it's uh it's definitely yeah. at least in the sideboard it's harder when you're playing all the restricted cards i guess yeah uh can i have a guess of what elliot want, wants to say i i'm curious what gordon's guess is i haven't actually decided my answer yet so maybe your guess will influence my answer <laughs> okay your answer will be mana vortex so that is definitely in my top three that I was considering. <laughs> <in>. uh, <laughs> but I guess now I will not choose that. Although I do love the art of Mana Vortex. Um, and as we were saying, the, the aesthetic is very important. Um, and I have tried to brew with Mana Vortex, and it is really just not good enough. Um, the, it's, it's not the blue Blood Moon, unfortunately. Sadly. Um, Sadly. Or the, blue, or the blue Armageddon, or whatever you, you know wish it were. <laughs> Um, I think I might actually say tracker. Oh, uh, not, hmm. not because of not because of you know typical constructed ninety three ninety four play. Although I think it deserves some attention there. Um, it's certainly decent in a mono green um, build if you ever wanted to to try that. And I have played it um, in a living plane deck uh, in a real tournament. Um, although I think it was in the sideboard, but it was it was pretty fun there using it to murder you know people's savannas or whatever. Um, but uh, but I just I just think that's a really cool card and it has a lot of flavor and feels like it belongs in the set the dark and it is great in singleton. Is it really? Well, if, especially if you can well because there's so many good like one ones. Think about your opponent plays a uh, royal assassin, but you get to tracker it before it gets to you know <laughs> ever do anything. Um, no, I guess the greatest the greatest feat with Tracker though was in uh, mono green. Um, we had a mono green tournament at the Urza's Chalice oh, yeah. event the, the previous year. <laughs> I, I think I had a Tracker with four copies of Aspect of Wolf on it at one point. So okay, that that's a cool Tracker. <laughs> Something. <laughs> but uh, so can can we tell the listeners what what it does? Fine, fine. <laughs> so, 
It's a two, two for three, two colors and a green, and two green and tap. It fights another creature, so it does damage equal to its power to the other creature, and the other creature does uh, its power to tracker. It's the first oh. fight card. Which, first fight card. Yeah, which still is like one of green's most prominent uh, things in even the newest yeah. sets. And that's quite cool. I like that gives tracker many points. So it's a summon tracker. What, what you guys? <laughs> yeah, it's it not a human. a human. It's a summon tracker. Or if it would be printed, you think it would be a human or an elf? Human, right? A human. Can it be is, anything else? Is there a class of creature that that uh, corresponds to? Every guy that Jeff Menji's ever drew that's all the same guy. Like, that should be its <laughs> that always have a cape because apparently yeah. it hates like painting hair, I guess. Like um So here's a summon Jeff Menges. Okay, I'm going to go um uh not with giant shark. Mm-hmm. Because I don't own one, so it can't be my favorite. Um, I think... Uh, oh, uh, what's the name? Oh, I need to check. Oh, I forgot the name. I was talking uh, too much about the oh, tracker. No. There's only like 60 cards in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's more. Uh, I don't know how many, though. 100? It's bigger than Arabian. Arabian is a 90 or so. Mm. Isn't it? I don't know. I think Arabian it's com seven completely designed by Jesper Murfors. That's quite cool. Uh, but no, uh, Dark Heart of the Woods. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, of course. Like, uh, also, quite a bad card. It is, it is original not Sur Suranorb. Yeah, it's not as good as Suranorb. As Mono Vortex is not Blood Moon. Dark Heart mm. is not Suranorb. But um, you can make some cool decks uh, with it. Uh, we also have uh, some in chats here. Uh, favorite Amnesia and the Nameless Race. Nameless Race mm. is a very cool one. That's uh, a weird card. Do, do you know, Nameless Race actually is the only card in Magic with... Uh, a There's something special with Nameless Race that no other card... In the history of magic, uh, like it's it's alone with this. Do you know what? Uh... Chat, will you crun crush Seven Elliot on this? Is it? They can Google. Something, something to do with the color of? Is it black? Is it because trample? Is that a? Do black cards usually have trample or? Uh, there is more trampling uh, black cards like Lord okay. of the Pit. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, you're right. Hmm. Okay. Um, no one in chat has it uh, yet either. Should I? It. Uh, it's. A... You can't see it uh, if you look okay, at okay. the card. Uh, that's hmm. why I'm showing the card on screen. Well, I have no idea then. It is the only card in Magic that doesn't have either a race or a class. Uh, in modern day rule magic, it is creature. Nothing mm -hmm. more. Not creature, human, or anything like that. Shapeshifter, whatnot. It's just creature. Because it's a nameless race. 
<laughs> Come on, that's some good trivia. <laughs> why? Why does Gordon know this? Because <laughs> uh, I've done a couple of uh, old school trivias uh, every now and then, now and again. Um, oh, again and, and I've learned one thing: uh, do do not do trivia questions with uh, Svante Langroff or Magnus de Laval. At least, if you want to have a chance at, at winning, you mean? Oh yeah, if if you want to have like a good competition where a lot of people actually have the chance to win, do not invite those. <laughs> we. I, I should share with you um, the trivia list I did for this past year's Urza's Chalice. Uh, we had a pretty good, pretty good trivia challenge, um, which now I can't remember who won. I, I think Svanta was not on the winning team, but he'll probably be angry at me if that's not. Yeah, uh, he, he was not because when I had my last trivia, I was like, "But Svanta, do you want to be like the judge or something instead? I don't want you to." be in it you will just win he was like no no i'm so bad i i, I made our team lose in Ulsa's chalice i was the bad one there in our team so no no i can compete and then uh, no one else had a chance i was fine mm -hmm. for everyone <laughs> it was it was surprisingly close there were there were some good competitors maybe we should do a flipping orbs uh, trivia stream Mm. Oh, let, let's do that. Uh, we'll, we'll each have to come up with questions to challenge the others, huh? Yeah, I think so as, uh, as well. Uh, but um, those are some favorites uh, from the dark. Seb, while we're going from here, I'm, I'm going to uh, do the tech and I'm going to try okay. to leave you to be the host, uh, sort of. How does that okay. feel? Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, so we start talking about the dark, uh, and you already mentioned, Elliot, that it's a rather small set. Uh, do we know anything special about the set, except that it's small and has a little moon thing on it? Yeah, uh, as we said, Jesper Mirfors uh, designed the whole set. Mm. Is it his first design set? Or? And only. Like he's, uh -huh, okay. yeah, but like, he's, he's the art director, director of Magic, and they're like, yeah. here, you can do a set as well. Okay. <laughs> well, I like the feel of the set, even though it's small. Uh, what what are the standouts? We already heard about Amnesia and <laughs> Blood Moon, Mono Vortex. There are some good cards. Um, you have um, a Scavenger yeah. folks. Scavenger folk. <laughs> Come on! Oh, Scavenger good. folks is uh, it's, it's a good card. You don't yeah. you don't think so? Oh. I like Scavenger folks. Uh, so what are the They're apparently not found? What are the spiciest cards? You already mentioned about Dark Heart in the wood the, in the woods. Is it just because that's at least flavorful? I don't know if it's necessarily spicy. Or those no. Well, what did you say? Did you, uh, did you say Vortex is high on the list there. Mono Vortex is spicy. Yeah. Can do... But Mace is probably number two, if we talk good cards. Yeah. yeah. Mace and Blood Moon definitely are, are uh, a, a tier above everything else in there, I think. But I think also this Mace of It, the art, is one of Magic's best art 
ever because it's just so what is happening here it's about living wall ish the mess of it right it's like you went inside the living wall yeah <laughs> yeah anson maddox uh, in both living uh, wall and this and yeah they're kind living wall is actually cooler art mm. i saw he was uh, selling the original art for the uh yeah the original painting uh, oh my i don't know if God, it that... got sold yet but there's an uh when they printed living wall they actually censored out uh swingster <laughs> swingster is that record okay I... an asshole <laughs> this is swingster in the living wall yeah remember. yeah in the original art oh but it's not on the printed on the card no that's they made him take it out Oh, that I have missed completely. <laughs> so, if you get the uh, original art, you can uh, see it in all of its glory. It's <laughs> supposed to be. <laughs> because it's like a mixture of it's an eye and I don't know what, what more things is in it. There's a fetus. It's, all right, here's a, here's a trivia question. What other card has a fetus in its art besides Living Wall? Hmm. Living artifact that has a weird slug creature. <laughs> oh my, it is, a green, it is a green card, though. It's a green card, yeah. Uh, scavenger folks would have been a good answer. <clears throat> uh, what uh, a weird fetus in green art. Uh, now you need time's up. Time's making up. For poor radio. This is making for poor radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Trivia question. Uh, the answer is life force. Uh huh. Let's see if well, we can show. It's like it. a falcon. What? What? Where is the fetus in life? Force? Of course, it oh, is yeah, okay. just an um, egg. What, what do you mean? Where's the fetus? That's the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Never mind. I was. Uh, I yeah, was where's the about... fetus? Chat. Can you see it? <laughs> I mean, what's maybe. The, what's the green card? That's. Uh, horrible ponder lore oh th that card art is amazing um yeah i was i was i was mixing them up <laughs> so uh, i was trying to find that in, uh, in... all right should, should we should we move on to our choices for the uh the yeah. best non-pestilence plague card i've been i've been trying to scour uh scryfall looking for good candidates oh I'm, yeah i'm not gonna come up with too much that's that great yet <laughs> Are there a, that much? That's an ember. I mean, okay. argue. Like, it depends on, depends on how uh, how broadly you you know write the idea of a of a plague, right? Um, so, we're... is Armageddon clock a plague, for example? Oh, oh, yeah. I'll give it <laughs> to you. <ya. laughs> That's a cool card least, as well. At least is appropriate for our current moment in some ways. Yeah, uh, I need I need to check. Uh... <laughs> I have no answer for this either. I feel like I'm horrible at these games, like with all, all the weird. <laughs> I don't know what's happening even with all those cards. I like. The... Okay, I, I do. I do have one very easy answer. Yeah. Rats. Okay. Plague rats. Rats. Plague rats. Yeah. But that's no fun. 
But like, how many you you you've been able to uh, watch uh, look in Scryfall, Elliot? How many cards are there even that? <laughs> uh, like I said, I mean Hellfire, maybe uh... Fire and Brimstone. Those aren't really plagues. They're they have similar concepts as plagues. Um, I haven't really kind of Inquisition. Uh, those are all religious. They're not really disease oriented. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I would say I haven't come up with much yet. Maybe there are <laughs> Maybe pestilence is the only plague. But like, uh, we have, if we go to scryings, we have pox. Sure. Yep. Uh, that is at least something. I don't know what worms of the earth. I don't know what's going on there. Maybe that's some kind of <laughs> horrid Armageddon ish thing, at least. Yeah, about that. Okay, no, I, I have it. I have my favorite. Abu Jafar. Ah, that is a disease vector. Very he good. is actually going around uh, with the, the actual plague, the Black Death. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's the story of Abu Jafar and uh, why the card uh, does what it uh, does as well. Uh, Summon, summon leper. Exactly, he is a leper. <laughs> and uh, when he dies, he destroys all creatures blocking or blocked by it. Because he touched them, and then they get yep. the black death as well. Um, or, the, yeah. Like, wow. I love how they went the other way, like, not trying to make cards. They tried to make, like, how, what, what can this thing do? Like AVFR. Okay, well, he uh, might do that instead of going like, okay, we need a white creature that's on the, I don't know, good in mono white decks. I haven't seen anyone playing AVFR though. <laughs> Can you play it like in some lore he's, he's, in, deck? In Singleton, he's the second swords to Blashers. <laughs> You're right about that. You're right about that. Yeah, but like, I. I... He's not bad. I just want him to be better. Because it's cool yeah. art. I, I think the card is cool as well. That he uh, is a zero power creature. Is uh, just one white. There is so many things about him that's... It just could... It could be good. He's not mm -hmm. that far away from being good. Mm. By the way, we missed the third best card in the dark. Which has got to be Preacher. Don't you think? Yeah, that's a yeah. I like pitcher. Pretty uh, good card. Do you think Amnesia in top five? It's much more narrow, I think. Yeah, it could be top five. Yeah. Okay, so we're going on to the main topic. Yeah, I think we've run out of, of uh, alternate plagues. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was just a question of the episode. Like, uh, Seb went all in uh, promoting this stream, saying we were going to talk about the dark. Um, but the real topic is, of course, oh, brewing oh, oh. with the plague. Would you, take, would you take marsh gas as a plague, since that is your card from the dark? <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. My smell is... Uh, my sense of smell is... Um, uh, very, uh, what's it called? Uh, forgetting, getting. Hopefully, you still have one. Otherwise, it might yeah. mean you're infected. Yeah, with the I do have one, and it's it's way too strong. So uh, I usually have problems uh, as soon as smells are a bit 
strong like marsh gas. So I would probably die and yeah, so probably a plague. <laughs> uh, honorable mentions for the dark before we go into the pestilence <laughs> area. <laughs> Sorry, uh, again, I missed in chat here. Vampire bats might work. They, they can spread Corona. <laughs> that's that's, right, that's, that's true. Yeah, some fantasy that one. Uh, we have some. We have dust to dust, and one Ooh. of the old blue red favorite uh, card, like electric, electric eel. eel. Yeah, elves of the deep yeah. shadow. Echo maggot could be a plague, kind of. Yeah, it... <laughs> slow acting. Yeah, but still. A playing like there <laughs> we're are not, a couple we're not leaving of, this there are a couple of good cards you can tell i'm almost at the end of the alphabet going through uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> we, we need to every stone it's no stone on turn uh okay yeah but we're not really talking about the dark that much more i guess we already mentioned the like the best uh, cards or whatever we have some good goblins, and uh, uh, we want to talk about, or you guys will talk about pestilence. Is that right? Pestilence, the greatest card in the world, or is it? Like pestilence is in limited one of it's the huge. best bombs you can have. Like, even if it, yep. if it was printed today, it would still be a bomb in Limited. How come? Because <laughs> it, it kills everything, all the time. Yeah. Whatever you want, and you, you can kill the opponent as well. You can you get full control of the board. Um, and um, it was uh, common <laughs> when it came, so... Do not draft uh, uh, ABU without picking uh, a Pestilence uh, when, mm. if you have the chance. Like, if you already are two colors, you go into black. Because it's good enough with those two black uh, that it takes to cost it. Mm. But I've never seen anyone broken Pestilence in old school. How about you guys? I put some. I found some decks that we can look on later. But yep. what cards do even go well with? What, what are we looking at? What kind of decks? We have some like. We just real quickly define pestilence. What? what yeah. Is it? What, what does it do? I'm going Other to than, keep us all cooped up in our house for two months. Yeah, it makes everyone um, go home and uh, quarantine. And if everyone quarantines, it goes away. Because mm -hmm. Pestilence is a black enchantment for two and two black. And you can pay one black to do one damage to each player and creature. And uh, if everyone is dead or quarantined uh, safely in your hand or in your library, then... Uh, the pe pestilence goes away at end of turn, mm. and um, really, its only drawback, right, is you need to keep a creature on the board uh, at the end of turn. Although there are some some tricks to that. 
There are some mm -hmm. tricks to that. So how about Elliot, your favorite card to use with Pestilence to keep the plague going without letting people out? Well, it's not my favorite, but the most obvious <laughs> one is a visual factory. Um, although I would, I prefer more uh, clever solutions than that. I, I would say, um, but but Mishra's factory is sort of the obvious one <clears throat> to just pay one mana to keep pestilence on the board, since as long as it's a creature at the end of turn, mm -hmm. uh, pestilence sacrifice won't trigger. Um, so you activated and like second main phase or so so when you go into the uh, end of turn you have a creature in play yep okay you need to do it before you can't it's not like a trigger uh, uh if uh if you go into the end yeah. step pest, yeah. uh, without having activated the the mishra the uh, the plague will go away because right. then it triggers because there's no creatures if you mm -hmm. then get a creature the pestilence has all already triggered yeah and we have some protection of black cards maybe <laughs> protection from black well. yeah so what's your uh, favorite there then uh... i don't i know if, i don't know if it's my favorite but we, you could play like uh whirling dervish maybe or uh, that's a classic yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll go with that. I like, I like Wall of Light. Wall of Light, <laughs> yeah. Um, how about no? <laughs> but 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 hear me out. Then you can sacrifice it to Diamond Valley in game, game five life also. You can play Living Wall. From last time, I, I, uh, I enjoy my Diamond Valley. Yeah. And then we have, uh, of course, the... The classic, which Chat also is screaming about, people, uh, creatures that actually like taking damage. And I don't know if there's any other in old school than the Fungusaur, <laughs> which is a very, very strange creatures creature. So I have indeed seen uh, Toppen from the from the Beast of the Bay. Um, aka Santa Cruz MTG on, uh, on Instagram and whatnot, um, has definitely played a Fungusaur Pestilence deck. Uh, not recently, but I've, I've seen him have some success with, with this deck. It yeah, is like, it's, not, it's not tier one or even tier two, but it is he, he eked out some wins against some real, real decks with that. Yeah, because Fungusaur is 2-2 uh, two, two for um, green and three colorless. And um, whenever it gets damage, it gets a plus one, plus one counter. Mm -hmm. uh, so, if you pay one black, do the damage, it gets bigger. You can pay one black, do the damage, it gets bigger. And you can do it for how long you want, as long as you have black mana. And um, yeah, just keep going because it also gets bigger so it doesn't die. Right. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have. You can, you're not limited to just doing that once per turn. You can do it as many times as you want uh, in the same turn because each damage, you know, then the ability resolves. It grows larger. You can do it again. You don't want to respond though to the trigger that gives right. it the that plus was, one that plus would one. Be bad. You need to let it resolve first, <laughs> then do it again. Because yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, only fools would do that. Uh, but no, I've played this as well. Um, 
But uh, in my deck, which started out with like four Fungosaurs, uh, I ended up going down to one as a win con only. Mm. And um, instead, um, built on the fourth way you can um, use Pestilence or keep it in play, and that is just have creatures with big butts. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that would be my, my favorite option, actually, is uh, is the Evil Eye of Orms by Gore. Oh, uh, yeah, because it's black as well. <laughs> but isn't the problem there with Evil Eye uh, that it's more expensive, not cheaper? So you can't play that one turn and then Pestilence. It's not on curve. That's true. It does mess up your curve. Uh, unless you play the... Because Evil Eye is, what, three colors and two black, I think? I it's guess? four and one black. So you could play it off of a mana vault. Ah, that's good. So turn one mana wolf, turn two two, land evil eye, eye. turn three mox and plague. There you go. Yeah, that's a deck. You're not going to lose that game. (laughs) Actually, no, probably not. Uh, If you play (laughs) against white, everything is way worse, but... That's usually how it is with the fun decks. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, uh, I, I like playing a Wall of Stone. Is it? Or mm-hmm. Wall of Earth? Wall of Earth is the good one. <laughs> the Legends one. Back to the walls. Oh, no, the one you could actually cast, yeah. Wall of Earth is, is reasonable. Because uh, uh, awesome. Wall of Earth is only two mana. One uh, red and uh, one colorless. And it's a zero six, so it also blocks you some gin. Mm-hmm. So you actually like can do stuff as well. And yeah. then you, th- this is a, what I built uh, at least. Then you put in some uh, diamond valleys and profit, as Aginomisti Shat says. So you play the walls to make you survive, then you play Pestilence to just kill everything. Um, You use Diamond Valley to sacrifice the walls to gain um, uh, life so you can Pestilence more and also use it as a win con. And then you have one Fungusaur because you can't play without Fungusaur. Something like that. Uh, We also have in chat here um, Rook Egg, a Seb Celia favorite. How about that? Yeah, that's cool. I like the, the the color combination, black and red. Elliot, you should approve this also. Approve this message. <laughs> Maybe even some centrals then, I guess. Uh, yeah. You could pestilence and then use extra black to regenerate your central, I suppose, and then pestilence some more. Why not? We do have some regeneration creatures. Uh, I saw someone playing the Cabal Gold. <laughs> Gold. <laughs> yeah, that uh, seems tricky to try to run a one-one with the pestilence, though. Well, you you play it after you like you wipe pestilence. the board and you play <laughs> oh, right, right. a three mana one-one. You weirdly yeah. know about creatures that died before you came into play for some reason. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> you, you you may play it after uh, the plague has been doing its stuff. And since Pestilence doesn't check if there's creatures on the board until the end of the turn, that keeps Pestilence in the table as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Cabal Ghoul, uh, if you do not know what it is and um, check it out, or watching this live and seeing it on screen, no, it does not cost one black mana. 
<laughs> it costs one black and two colorless. It's a, the exact same thing as with Jusum Jin. It does not cost two. And we lost Seb for a minute. I'm, am I back? It would be a reasonably cost card if indeed it cost one black. Yeah. That would, that, that would actually be a very, very good card, I would say. Come on, uh, Ghoul is actually super cool. Yeah. I would like to say it was in the only pack of Arabian Nights that I ever opened. Um, it was one of my rares. It's a rare. Oh, yeah. That's maybe that's why you don't see it that often. Yeah, it's uh, not super cheap. The other one, the other one was Flying Carpet. <laughs> flying Carpet? Also uh, good. Is it really? <laughs> <laughs> no? It's... it's... It's flavorful, I guess. That's uh, the first thing you look at. The, the, that it is. Yeah. I love how, how literal they were with the, the rules text, you know, based on what the thing was, right? It's that very, mm -hmm. uh, what is you call it, top-down design, right? It's like, oh, well, if you're riding a flying carpet and then you die, obviously the flying carpet must also be destroyed. Yeah, so clearly. printed it, because that just yeah. makes sense. Then you have yeah, um, another... Uh, uh, another trivia question. There is uh, another pair of equipments in Arabian Nights that gives island walk. Are, it, are they... Do you put them on your feet? Yes. <laughs> Sandals of Abdallah or something like that. And uh, one of them is not destroyed if the creature dies. Which one? Oh, between that and War Barge you're talking about? No, no. Flying Carpet and Sandals of Abdallah. Oh, sandals and Flying Carpet. Uh, well, I just said that Flying Carpet is destroyed, right? So... Yeah, you said so. <laughs> Process of elimination. <laughs> I, go with the, I go with the sandals. Yeah, and uh, Seb is the one who is correct here. Because uh, uh, which <laughs> of those cards were reprinted? Uh huh. I, I not the. I haven't seen the flying carpet. I guess uh, it's, oh, it's like it was a fourth in edition or something, right? Fourth edition. Yeah, yeah, and everything after that. Um, and so we have another equipment, honorable mention, that we have something to put on a horse, also. Uh, yeah, the sandal bag, saddle bags, Yander's saddle bags. Yeah, I love the trinkets back in the days. Like we, we probably should like, get some style more, more like a, um, you know, you could imagine from like a role playing game or uh, yeah, exactly, or whatever that yeah. <laughs> well, like the quest, the, the find a dagger in the corner. The flavor <laughs> in uh, Arabic Nights is so great. Like just because of that thing. Oh, there's some equipment, there's some this, and if you check also like what it give gave to magic, it's. Whew, so many new things. The creatures yeah. with the uh, downsides. But we're not talking about Arabian Nights today. <laughs> uh, but no, th that's how I would build a Pestilence deck. That is walls, Pestilence, and um, some Diamond Valleys. Um, to doing a controlish build, uh, which use Pestilence as removal, board control, and wing con. It also needs one more thing to work. And that is counter spells. Because Pestilence's biggest problem, especially if you want to be uh, controllish with it, 
is that it costs four mana. That's a huge investment to just get disenchanted. So you need to be able to protect it. And, yeah, but uh, I agree. It's it's definitely a makes a lot of sense as a control card because it both provides, you know, end one removal of of threats and then also is a win condition, right? Um, which is pretty incredible. I mean, I think it's a little underappreciated from from that perspective that it does both of those things. It is just fragile, right? So you do, do really have to build around it to protect it to allow it to do those things. Yeah, yeah, and therefore on screen I put up a card which I think can go quite well with uh, Pestilence, especially if you want to play Fungusaur because it's or green or Whirling Dervish or maybe Wall of Ice. That's a <laughs> <laughs> why are you laughing? Keep going back to the wall. <laughs> well, my favorite thing about Wall of Ice, honestly, is it's seven life. It's uh, it's Richard Thomas, right? He does all the walls in the in the original set, I think. Um, and they all have people in them, which I just find so weird. So you like look at the Wall of Ice, and there's a little silhouette of a guy. In <laughs> what? Oh yeah, the. <laughs> Is it on other walls as well? Did you say he did all the walls? Or what? Maybe not 100%, but he definitely did most of them. Like Wall of Fire. Um, and I yeah, that's think... him as well. And see, there's a there's a shadow of a person in the fire, too. Ah. Wall of Stone. That's the wall, Great Wall of China. Oh, that one's not. So that one has a camel instead of a person because Thomas didn't do it. No, it's the Dumb Fraser <laughs> one. <laughs> um, what more walls are there? Wall of Water. Yeah, that water, is absolutely. Well, I guess uh, Matt, Anson Maddox did Wall Brambles. So, all right, maybe not. But see, there's, there's oh, another there's person. There's a there. shadow as well. Yep. I never thought about that. That's right, some I good trivia. Work. <laughs> <laughs> My work here is done. Yeah. All we need is some animate walls. We got, we got, our, we got everything going. But um, um, how would you build? Uh, green, I think we've established how you go about it with black and green. What about like more of a black and white direction? Obviously, we mentioned wall of light, or there's the white knight, right? Um, yeah, white knight is that yeah. super, because that's a good card as well. You can do sort of more of a mid range. Um, yeah. Network. I guess well, uh, Sir Angel is not bad uh, with Pestilence because you can Pestilence uh, for three every turn. Like, you don't need creatures that actually have protection or are walls, <laughs> even though I want to play walls. I think the, the most. <laughs> now we have a mukbang stream as well. <laughs> the most popular. Leaning thing. into the microphone, eating a sandwich. I love it. Uh, Next time. <laughs> I guess we usually see pestilence in like more black centric, like mono black decks. You talked about that, like just some gin-ish things. And you have a miser pestilence. But Gordon, you're talking about control and now white, black. Is it more in the middle there or? What can you have in, in it more? Like, okay, the Black Knights, just stick it in to have it alive. And. But it's... Well, you need some way to. You can't just do Jews and Jins and Pestilence and other things that make you lose life, right? You gotta, you gotta 
yeah compensate somehow yeah we have a deck um, uh, which seb uh, got from the interwebs not that one uh let's see if i can put something on screen here there we have it a completely black control deck uh from um, who was uh, jimmy christiansen from noobcon 6 this deck wow. is from um and according to seb this is the earliest uh no, no. Deck, uh, on the blog uh no 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 that's not correct we have a deck list with uh, is it no, okay no, oh yeah the deck correct. list well let's we'll okay go so this is just from just just from, <laughs> from the six uh but it's a yeah talk we, about it going i'm going to get a beer we're going with paralysis we're tapping down stuff we're doing the i like actually seeing pestilence with the unreal dreams here mm -hmm. um, yeah because then it cool. breaks the symmetry a little bit to uh you know your opponent's taking a little, you're both taking damage from the pestilence but they're taking more from the from the dreams yeah plus that that curve works you drop dreams and then pestilence and Pestilence is also okay with Dark Rituals. We have Drain Life here also. Yeah, actually, uh, it's interesting with, with Dark Ritual, it makes Dark Ritual not a dead card later, because you can just dump it into the Pestilence for something. Exactly. Uh, That's actually like a very thing. good... Uh, like, it, it doesn't seem like much, but Dark Ritual is one of those cards that I really don't like, just because mm -hmm. it's so often a dead draw like mm. it can absolutely win the games but otherwise but but it's it's all or nothing it, it doesn't make for consistent decks right it works in a combo deck where you need that but it's not great usually in a, a more straightforward linear deck where it's going to be fine in the first three turns and terrible after that um, but hit is a good way to make it not terrible after that yeah so this is a kind of a mid-range control-ish deck. I would say it's very control-ish. Four Ice oh. Manipulators and uh, Royal Assassin. But we and still, have, uh, <laughs> still have the old, uh, like, turn one Hypnotic Spectre. We have Black Knights and we have, like, going for Mono Denial. Uh, but, and, like, four like, Paralyze and four Sinkhole is also beautiful. And the Tabernacle. <laughs> And the tabernacle, just for why not? Yeah, he he only plays nine creatures, so why not have a tabernacle? <laughs> yeah. And like Elliot mentioned earlier, he asked the mistress to if he needs to keep the pestilence alive. It's not like centered. This deck is not centered around pestilence, but yeah, let's, uh, let's be fair. This deck has one pestilence. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, maybe we, we, we should. don't we don't have the sideboard here, so maybe it has some more there. But I think it works well in this this shell you can do what you needed to do like when you were away gordon we talked about underworld dreams and yeah. pestilence uh, that's a wing call like, for you yeah and dumping the dark ritual mana into it so yeah but also if you not only play one pestilence maybe go up to multiple uh four and build more around it if you play four Underworld Dreams and for Pestilence, then you can overload Disenchants. 
so it actually makes it more okay uh, as long as you can use those cards to win if one sticks mm. uh, i'm kind of missing blackwise here i think that it, it, nice. it was restricted also uh, during this time could be good to know mm -hmm. Uh, Mana Vault, we have one here, maybe that was restricted also then. Yes. It's uh, Lucon 6, it's like six years ago. Yeah, good Seven times. Six. Were, you at, were you at 6? Yeah, that was my first Nukon. Uh It's with the Disenchant uh, pin, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the other deck you, no, I posted was from, uh, like, on the old school blog, we had way back decks to beat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, actually, we actually have... Uh, oh, how things like... have changed. Here is a deck to beat uh, on stream. Let's uh, read it to our listeners. And it's... Um... Four Black Knight, four Hypnotic Scepter, Spectres, four Juice and Jins, and one Sanger Vampire. So that's a classic mono black uh, control shell. But uh, an, an enchantment uh, for Underworld Dreams, also like nothing strange. And then three Greed. That's not something you see every day. Uh, mm -hmm. Demonic Tutor, four Drain Life, Mind Twist, four Sinkholds. Uh, and uh, now we have people walking uh, on stream behind me as well. Uh, Hello, friends. And oh, uh, then we have four Dark Rituals, of course. Uh, the classic uh, artifact package plus an Evindral's disc. Like, I don't see any... Where, where's the... I... It's too pessimizing the sideboard. <laughs> well, that's, a, that's an option. <laughs> Oh, did you, did you need the charger? Yes. Okay. Hello. So, okay, we have the pestilence in the sideboard. It made an appearance, at least, in some manner. Uh, but this is more of a creature-centric deck. Uh, but still with Underworld Dreams. Yeah. Yeah, but the, do you so, board out, like, you some... boarding out the greed in order to bring in the pestilence. Right? <laughs> you don't think that's a good combo? <laughs> Like, use some gems, greed, pestilence. Ah, oh, seems nice. There are four drain life. There are four drain life, so that... Yeah. Yeah, is that a good combination? Uh, or is it just, like, cute? Like, life gain, you should instead focus on taking the opponent's life? Even with pestilence? Or do you want that life gain? It does both, of course, but... It's a drain life. I like it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I like we we the... have in chat also Guardian Beast without artifacts. No, it's Guardian Beast with three Nevinrol's discs. Mm -hmm. And uh, they, they will save your uh, Moxietta Sol Ring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is a strange build. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if this is one I would be too worried about beating as one of the decks to it beat. It is a so. deck to beat. <laughs> Never forget. Maybe it's because it's been like net decked. People been playing against it so much. So earlier back in the days, it had a spot, not the spotlight on it. Yeah, but or maybe it just uh, is the stock like 
it, it was the black the black deck and it won a eight man tournament and became a black stock list like mono black is still being played uh, it's yeah. a bit more refined today but but this is so fun checking old lists because mm -hmm. you see how much the format has actually evolved and, and that's if you want to go forward we have the well in, so, in some ways i just want to say in some ways i i kind of am sad that we no longer you can't really play uh unoptimized janky list like that i mean no. you can you can play a a spicy non-optimized list that's sort of a different thing than yeah. playing a deck that's really more like what you might have played around your kitchen table in 1995 or whatever that deck really was right with the sangers and mm. one royal assassin and whatever yeah. i mean because I'll, I'm having, I have a Royal Assassin. I should play a Royal Assassin. <laughs> yeah, like, it, uh, the formula has been played for 10 years, uh, more than 10 years. It's made people, like in the beginning, it, it, none of us played in the beginning, but it really seemed, oh, I played with what I had. I want to play this. It was more about what you wanted to play, less optimization of the decks. And uh, I like that. Uh, now it's harder. The tournaments are bigger, and there's always someone uh, or a couple who really are into optimizing. And after a couple of years, you know what's good and bad. Hmm. Hey, uh, here we have the spiciest. This is the spice. <laughs> the spiciest of spice. Uh, so is that simulacrum? Oh yes, yeah. there's two yeah, simulacrum. Do we want to start there? What does simulacrum? No, we want to say for the um, okay. So uh, listeners, uh, we have a green black uh, deck, uh, and it's got crumbles. It got avoid fates, three of each. It got some sandstorms even, uh, and we have use some gins. I don't know if it's or just some gins. I think uh, it's three. only one. Uh, and we have maybe it's not clear. It's like my um, my guess is no. I I don't have a guess. Yeah. Okay. But we have uh, hurricanes. Is it? Or is it stream, stream of, of life? life? Maybe under, under the Jusum appears to be one copy of terror and okay. one copy of paralyze. When ah. okay. under so, the uh, the dick pick. Uh, there's two stream of lives, I'm guessing. I think they're hurricanes. Well, you can't play hurricane uh, and pestilence in the same deck, can you? Yeah, you can do whatever you want, man. <laughs> uh, so we have the pestilences. We even have like birds of paradise that might not go so well with pestilence, but we have <laughs> at least three pestilence here. And we do have the whirling dervishes, the fungusaurs, the uh, and the Kabo Kabo Kabo. yeah i do so like I the two on, drop the, of honey is, is the explanation for birds of paradise here that it can make your cabal ghoul bigger when you kill it <laughs> it looks like birds of paradise is a plus one plus one for your cabal ghoul no but it, it makes you play pestilence on turn three okay okay yeah and on oh, yeah on turn can... three you play pestilence uh with the help of a bird on turn four, you pestilence for one, kill the 
third after you take a mana from it to pay for the pestilence, of course. And then you play the ghoul and you mm. immediately have a 2-2. Two -two. Mm. Yeah, that's amazing. 2-2 two -two for free. Uh, and we have, like the like you mentioned, we have Drop of Harness and Simulacrum. What what does even Simulacrum do? You see that so many cards. It's even important. Yeah. The, the uh, question, right? By the way, we have in chat that those four, first cards you were mentioning are, of course, sideboard cards. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I immediately thought the, no. the like bottom thing was the sideboard, but no, the top cards top. are fifteen. Okay, you know, yeah. it really could go either way, huh? <laughs> okay, so the. Uh, crumbles and the wood fate sandstorms and all of those cards were uh, the cyborg cards thank you again uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we do have a void fate and like the more regular uh, uh here i do like the dark heart of the wood which we talked yeah. about for some and time. we have a living plane so, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah pestilence is a very interesting combo um especially if you can still cast your cabal ghoul after oh my god that. I That's just realized that you can play Living Plane and you can play a Cabal Go with like an Armageddon effect. Yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, That's a big. Okay, goal. you do need eight mana. Well, like, you, you tap, you, you tap eight lands, you play uh, the Living Plane, you also need Pestilence in play already, then you pay one. That's the fifth mana to kill all the lands. You have three more mana left and play the ghoul. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But, and the simulacrum actually, it's. Do we have like the yeah, or something? Yeah, trying? like it. Um, your damage goes to a creature or the other way around or something like that. So all damage done to you uh, so far this turn is retroactively. <laughs> Apply to target creature you control. I do, love, I do love how it's treated it normally. Retro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that works fine, I guess, because is it the damage from the simulacrum that makes the damage then? Or, but I'm I'm thinking about whirling dervish. Well, you can't target whirling dervish with a simulacrum. Because... Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, just um, me. the the. Um... Uh, Simulacrum's um, new text is um, actually no life prevention retrospectively. <laughs> it, oh, oh. <laughs> what? No, um, you gain life equal to the damage dealt to you this turn. So it still is like you play it afterwards. So that's a nice errata to make it actually work as intended. Or... Although it means it cannot save you from no. lethal damage. No, but Simulacrum could save you from lethal damage because you didn't die until the end of the uh, phase or step. Oh, right. When it was printed, it could. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's right. But now okay. you, you, you cannot. Yeah. But why do you play it? <laughs> uh, well, you do damage yourself with Pestilence and then you Simulacrum and kill your Birds of Paradise? Yeah, Again? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. already dead. 
<laughs> don't stop hitting it. It's already dead. You can, you can do it like you don't have to. You can play the creature later on during turn, like with with the ghoul, I guess. Right. That's so true. I can pestilence a bunch and then, then I play can a play bird and uh, simulacrum it. <laughs> yeah, two cards to gain four life or something like that. Yeah, that seems reasonable. Like, well, and then you play. Can your... anyone in chat tell us <laughs> how you play this card remotely not super bad? Because uh, 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 we have uh, Zombie Stew in the uh, chat saying simulacrum is the best card in Magic. He knows this from experience. Mm -hmm. uh, he what also had a real playgrat and sent to Svante, so... Uh. <laughs> What's the green card above the Avoid Fate in the... Um, green card above Avoid Fate? So we have a Terror, we have Avoid Fate, like down below there. Between the... the oh, uh, Reincarnation! <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, I love this deck. Yeah, this deck is pretty cool. It's uh, quite a contraption. Yeah, reincarnation is uh, actually one of those cards I want to be good. Like it, it should be a. You should be able to use it. Uh, I want to build with it and scavenger folks. Dave Firth Bard has definitely done some work on this card. Um, I believe. I'm trying to remember what all was involved. Scavenger Folk, I'm pretty sure was involved. Triskelion, I'm pretty sure was involved. Um, maybe Fallen Angel. There's definitely a, a lot of things you can do with it. Yeah, yeah so like Fallen Angel, sacrifice a creature and uh, then reincarnate something better. And So what does it do? You choose a creature, and when that creature dies, return a creature card from its owner's graveyard to the battlefield under control of that creature's owner. <laughs> okay, that yeah, like, language isn't really clear about So yeah. it's an instant for one and two green. You target presumably one of your creatures. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, when that creature dies this turn, you animate dead, uh, reanimate uh, another creature in your graveyard. You can indeed reanimate that same creature. Uh, yes, because it doesn't target uh, something in your graveyard. And yeah. uh, so you can actually just save your creature and get another Enter the Battlefield trigger, uh, which I do not know if there are any used in. Old not here, but, but you can. It's good with the Civil Acrobat also. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, actually, it's kind of good with the uh, with the ghouls, right? Uh, well, yeah, you could get one back from your graveyard, and then they get buffed by whatever died that turn, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> this deck is hard, man. <laughs> we have also have Hell's Caretaker in the deck. But Hell's Caretaker, do you like? It's the old uh, recurring nightmare. Like just changing uh, places yeah. uh, of uh, creatures. You can, the problem is you can only use it during your upkeep, so that doesn't work with Pestilence. Yeah, it's a 1-1 one, one for 4 that dies to Pestilence. <laughs> and and you can only activate its ability during your upkeep. It's terrible. Uh, yeah, you have to tap it. To... Who built this deck? 
<laughs> Seb, who built this deck? I want to give him a shout out. Well, I can tell, I can tell you that it's uh, from uh, the fifth annual Eternal Central Old School at Eternal Weekend. It's Christopher Berkeley. He calls it BG Grow, oh. Black Green Grow, Fungosaur Pestilence. Uh, and it got ninth place in most creative. <laughs> I would like to see what's more creative than this. <laughs> there was eight more creative decks. <laughs> well, That's a good actually, tournament. I think this is like, oh, uh, the, judging that must be the most fun thing ever. <laughs> if this comes in ninth place. <laughs> That's... That seems good. So uh, we have more decks. Um, yeah, we have a black again, I guess. Uh, let's see if we can. There, we have a mono black deck uh, that looks. Uh, it's similar to the other ones. Yeah, uh, but there's, there's two pestilence, still four uh, Nevin Rolls discs. Otherwise, yeah, it's a black control deck. Do you think this mm. is good? Because I've seen it before as well, like the classic black control. This deck has no Mox Jet, but it does have a Black Lotus. <laughs> Curious what happened there. Maybe well, all the money went into yeah, Black Border in this. Actually, no. This it's it's Alpha Beta only. This deck. <laughs> uh, I'm not pretty sure Mox Jet is available in this. Yeah, sites. yeah, yeah. But not everybody has everything in Beta. <laughs> beta, Elliot. <laughs> Yeah, but if you have four beta Nevenrose discs <laughs> and a Black Lotus, I think you can probably come up with a Mox Jet. But that's not... Well, priorities, man. <laughs> he doesn't even match his swamps. Hmm. Well, I can, I, I can think that's... This is a beautiful deck. Okay. Yeah, this... be so... <laughs> I'm trying uh... really hard to say something bad again. I really just like, I love the sort of corset only. I mean, the actual games, if you've, I don't know if you've played corset only games, they're pretty bad. Um, <laughs> the gameplay is not very interesting, but mm -hmm. the decks look really cool. Yeah. The decks are beautiful. Uh, so I really appreciate that. And I brewed a lot of, of you know, beta only decks, um, mostly for my own amusement and not actually to play them because they're not that fun to play. It's a bit like playing limited, right? It's long games and some weird card that you can't do anything about, or how come it's not that fun? But There's very little uh, card draw or card selection, and there's a lot of just draw-go, draw-go. Which there are a lot of in um, old-school card selection. And, and even more so than old-school in general, the removal is better than the threats. Yeah, well, like, uh, also, creature-wise, there's more good creatures with higher toughness and power. And that makes for very interesting games. Like, nah, no. Yeah. So, sure. going to the last deck we have here, oh, yeah, it's actually. Well, wait, should, and... should we just say quickly, like, what is Pestilence even doing in that last deck? <laughs> uh, well, you have your Sangers. And you have your Pestilence, I guess. You have your Sengers, you have your Pestilence. I don't know. There's four Black Knights and four Hypnotic Spectres. So all those are dying to Pestilence, unless you're just using it for one per turn, in which case I don't think you want Pestilence in your deck. Well, Pestilence is kind of a... You can... Like we, all, we talked about earlier, you can pop your man into it and you can kill everything. I don't know. You know what, you know what it actually is doing in this deck? It's mm -hmm. like 
it's a late game fireball. Yeah, well. exactly. It's it's uh, drain life five and six because you really yeah. already have yeah. four drain lives. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, sure. Like you you play it, and the turn after you just all my mana into the plague. I mean, it, I read a yeah. tournament report that black uh, against green, the pestilence is really good. If you're not talking about dervishes, I guess. Uh, I, against like the, I would say it's uh, good against everything that's not white. I mean, if it's on the board and it doesn't, and you can keep it alive because there's some creature or whatever to keep it alive, and it doesn't get disenchanted, it is inevitability, right? Like that, it, yeah, it's it, going to win. It, five damage this turn, six damage next turn. I mean, you can't last long against that. Um, so yeah. Yeah, like the, the only thing you need is uh, Diamond Valley to give you more life, so you survive. <laughs> uh, and the walls. God damn! I still haven't fixed my Diamond Valleys. You're up to three now, Elliot, or playset. Uh, I, I have four. You have playsets. Yep. God damn you! <laughs> damn your eyes! I played them with my uh, scavenging ooze. I mean, sorry, not scavenging ooze. What's the thing called? Primordial ooze. Sorry, I just I just uttered the name of a of a of a ooze. Recent um, yeah. yeah. So, do no, you play you... recent magic as well? No, I don't. I that I don't know why I even know what that card is. I shouldn't. <laughs> um. Okay, we're going to Pacific rules here, and we're going to. But who plays Pacific Rules? Come on. What? Like, who plays Pacific Rules? Why are we even looking at that? Are there, Uh, like, three people in the world? This is from the 2020... Do you know any, Elliot? I know a few. I mean, it's basically the same as Eternal Central now, right? Um, What's what's even different between Pacific and Eternal Central? I think we basically convinced Eternal Central to adopt uh, Pacific in order to not have a separate thing. Um, I think actually yeah, it's the reprint rules, right? Yeah, I, honestly, I, I, can't, I have no idea. Recall? We have unrestricted recall. Maybe Eternal Central does not have that. Mace yeah. of Ith? Uh, you have four, you have four yeah. Mace? I, four I mace. think Jaco still hates uh, Mace with a passion. That's the only difference then. I, I think our or goal in Pacific was to have the most permissive rules, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah. But I guess it's a little time ball, but we should. That would would be the most. This this tournament actually had 164 participants. Uh, So it was an online tournament, I guess, because it's 2020 and uh, 18 countries represented. So. Oh, just that thing that went later when you look at this, you're like, oh, I'm guessing it was online because it was 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But we do have. Like what we don't have in the Swedish restrictions uh, is uh, Fallen Empire, uh, and that makes white better with pestilence, I guess, because we have more knights with protection from black. What more stands out to you guys here? Well, the first thing that stands out. So, should we describe what's in this deck? This is Adam Mercado's mm-hmm. deck, um, which is pretty cool, and it has a lot of Korean cards in it, which are also not Swedish legal, but they are legal um so it's got the all the knights you mentioned it's got some big butt artifact creatures and it's got pestilence and it's got angelic voices that pumps the whole team right all the white and artifact creatures um 
I think the most notable thing to me about this deck is the four copies of Savannah with no green cards in the main <laughs> and one green card in the sideboard. Uh, yeah. I find that. Yeah, he's not afraid of Blood Moon, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, oh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, there is a regrowth, there is a regrowth. I missed the regrowth. But we do see here a card we haven't talked about that goes well with Testaments, actually, and that's Abyss. The Abyss, indeed. If we have protection from black, like we have here, like wow. keeps the pestilence going, and we have some artifacts, like larger, like you said, uh, more tougher artifacts. I don't know if they're, they're, they have that much punching power. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, abyss and pestilence. But how is like okay? Both are four mana enchantments that kills creatures or like it you the, have creatures you you dominate the battlefield Gordon. okay yeah protection from black thingy i don't, I don't think they work together uh, without no exactly <clears throat> the, the cards when, when seb says it oh those cards work great like nah, no but the cards they work great with are the same yeah exactly uh i, I do like the flying scimitars uh, Dancing Scimitars is the name, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Another good Diamond Valley uh, yeah. friend. I don't see a Diamond Valley, though. That is uh, the, <laughs> the big problem with the, this deck. Because it also plays four Yothian soldiers, which also is a good... Like you, your, you guys' hot take on every deck is like, where's the Diamond Valley? <laughs> and I don't see any walls. <laughs> that was, uh, what was the Hunter for Undergrass deck from New Con 10? Was the Diamond Valley Yoshi yeah. Soldier Scimitar Lich deck? Do you remember that deck? It, it is that, still one of my favorite decks ever. <laughs> I, I think he won zero matches. That's right. Um, it is... It is. I, I don't know if I can find it. Can you find it online and send a link? Because like it what, is. What's a lich? Is it, it? I know what the card is, but I'm thinking about does that qualify for the plague? Uh, no, a lich is an undead necromancer. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if that um is the same thing. But like, maybe a lich and some diamond valleys is what this deck uh, needs. <laughs> no. Uh, so we have an abyss, uh, abyss pestilence lich protection from black deck. Again, I missed says pestilence lich is not a combo. <laughs> I, I have no idea what he's talking about. I think it's a great combo. They're both black enchantments, <laughs> and both goes well with Diamond Valley. Uh, no, but like. I like this deck a lot, uh, yeah. and it, it goes uh, a bit different route than what we talked about uh, uh, earlier as well. Like we we when we went through the good things to combo with. Let's see if I can. Nah. I'm going to try to fix uh, a deck. I can give Ooh. you. There. I can give. Oh, that's a long link. 
whatever. And uh, I'm going to find the deck we're talking about. Here it is. And let's see if I... How do I do So this? we're talking about the white black lich deck now. What? Or? Yes. You, okay. you talk, I'll fix it on screen. <laughs> so we have uh, Abyss here also, but Lich instead pairing up. Uh, and we have uh, like the usual suspects with Demonic Tutor Balance. And the key cards, I guess, is the Diamond Valleys. Here's the Preacher we mentioned earlier from the Dark also making an appearance. That's something you need with, with, if you're playing White and Diamond Valley, right, Elliot? Yeah, that's definitely the way to get your money's worth out of Diamond Valley. Uh, how? Wh why do you need Brass Man, a Yuchin Soldier, and whatever? Well, they got the big butts. Okay. So they have it's... it on stream as well. But in this deck, we don't need uh, to keep creatures around, right? Yeah, but there's no Pestilence in this deck. There's yeah. no Pestilence. This is a different, different <laughs> way of doing the only thing. Here, instead of instead of uh, doing the control route where you kind of keep your big butt creatures on the board until you blow them out with Pestilence, uh, here you blow them out with Lich Mirror. Um, so yeah, the, the, the big butt creatures are really just stalling the board mm. uh, until you can do that. And and they can gain life. Once you have the Lich in play, you can draw cards off sacking them in Diamond Valley, right? Yeah. Okay. Do you think uh, Jothian and Dancing Scimitar is underplayed? Yeah, I heard uh, Chambers talking about. I don't know if it was one of those in like a, he likes brewing monocolor deck decks. Yeah, and I, I think it, some maybe I don't know what is it more of a control cards I guess pairs up with. Yeah, mm. and of course they 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 need a shell, but but still like a one for vigilance. Uh, vigilance won't do much against most but sometimes but it, like it stops most things on the ground mm. uh, except like juice and gin and if and smitar is flying also so yeah that's and that fine. stops everything except juice and chivan and mahamuti yeah like it's sure it's for mana and uh, dies to artifact removal but like it's still it's it's cheaper than yeah I, I like them uh, third time I say it this uh, this episode like I really want these cards to be good because they they are so <laughs> close to be good but there's mm. just something that's scimitar is, is great in limited and in singleton yeah like if you're a controller's deck. Then it blocks almost everything. But um, yeah, now we're into a Diamond Valley stream. And look at what else is in the sideboard there. Living Wall. Yeah, the nice art. Oh, what's happening here? Uh... Oh no, I can't turn it off. <laughs> uh... Okay, this is just going around here then. Ooh, we can put it here. <laughs> ah, no, no, I can relax. And, oh, uh, Seb, what are you doing? Uh, okay, ah. uh, I'll do 
Here, here. Well, where to hide now? Yeah, there's some bug in uh, OBS. On top of me, so I can eat the rest of my sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but okay, but that's a couple of uh, ways to brew with pestilence, uh, which uh, is an underrated card, according to me. Uh, I really think, like we've we've talked about multiple ways, we've seen multiple decks uh, where m most of them are either old or not that. Um, uh, made to win <laughs> uh, but like I really think there is a winning deck built around Pestilence I think it's an space because I mean it was a little bit of a struggle to even come up with enough decks to look at right so yeah. clearly people haven't been trying that hard I would say Re Reincarnation has probably had more attention paid to it than Pestilence at least yeah. And uh, yeah and it, it is the worst card I would it's say definitely it's a lot more playable than Lich, right? So, <laughs> have, had a Lich yeah, I've seen more Liches. Uh, we had a Lich team on last NoobCon, like the yeah. So, <laughs> wasn't that two <laughs> two NoobCons ago? Yeah, okay, maybe it was. Uh, but we haven't had a Pestilence team yet. Okay, that's uh, maybe for next. Uh, now Elliot's uh, connection interrupted. I don't know. Yeah. But, but like maybe that's for um, next to see if Elliot's are you with us still? He's smiling at this. Yeah, that's nice. Freeze frame. I think I must have cut out there for a second. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. So we just uh, discussed that uh, we had the the Lich team. Uh, there were five people playing Lich at NoobCon. Five people <laughs> in a team all playing Lich. But but uh, I think one of them uh, did we talk. To him, I don't remember who it was. One of them didn't know that there was a Lich team on the Nukon. No, the, uh, Hunter, Hunter was not in the okay. team. The one whose okay, yeah. deck we had. Like <laughs> Lich, right? Or at least several were. Yeah. Okay, so he came yeah. with Lich, and then there were four in the team Lich. <laughs> so next Nukon that we actually can play, let's do Team Pestilence. Okay. I'm I'm up for it. I'm up for it. Absolutely. Like, without a doubt, and I am going to play next uh, time I can play a NoobCon. I'm not going to stream. I, I, I think Living Plane is the most interesting way to go with it, in my opinion. And the Cobble Ghoul. That's what I'm going to brew. I'm That's thinking it. Eureka here. Yeah, so. I'm thinking Walls. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to bring four Diamond Valleys and a bunch of but Walls. Eureka Pestilence. Hmm? Yeah. That's, that's where I need to go in my... Yeah, to play it for sh green instead. Yeah, but that's how you solve the living plane issue the, with the eight mana, right? Is you can play Eureka, play your living plane and your pestilence off the Eureka. Then and then the ghoul. And you just need all three of those cards in your hand at the same time. No problem. But how do, you activate how do you activate yeah. pestilence in between the ghoul comes into play? With the birds of paradise. <laughs> <laughs> you still can't activate it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm playing... Uh, What's it called? It gives haste, the enchant world. <laughs> the, yeah, that thing that gives enchantments super haste, so they oh, can no, be activated no. in between Eureka. Creatures. Uh... Are about instill energy? No, he's talking no, about Concord and Crossroads, but still it's... Well, yeah. so I can activate my Verse of Paradise, same turn. Like, I... I... I think we've just come up with the most convoluted Eureka deck. Be. You're probably better off with Concordant Crossroads and Colossus of Sardia and be done with it. 
Well, I need to start somewhere. You guys have your Diamond Valleys, I have my Eurekas. Uh, we meet somewhere in the middle. <laughs> Everyone bring one or two cards. <laughs> yeah, we like I'm I'm up for building uh, three different pestilence decks in the team. Like, yeah, I'm up for team pestilence. Yeah, it's it's good that it's common, like you said. So it won't be that expensive for you really, to get an beta. Do you already have it in beta? I do. Okay. Yeah. Of course you do. Why do I even ask? Exactly. Why, Seb? Why? I did. I did make sure. I only had one. I did make sure to finish the playset just in case I ever wanted to play with Pestilence. So yeah. now we have a reason. I'm putting a timer here. That's uh, how okay. much time we have left on this episode. <laughs> how about that, guys? That feels, that feels like too much time. Can we... yeah. <laughs> when you don't have any time, we do it like three, four hours. We can do yeah. it, keep going. But when you have that much time, I'm like, what do we even say? I don't know what, what to do, do now. I am curious. What, so you guys um, are not under lockdown like most of most of us yeah. uh, over yeah. here. Um, so have you has have any like meetups continued for for playing? Uh, I don't play? think so. No. Uh, all the LG LGSs, all the local gaming stores, they aren't allowed to have uh, wizards. Uh, don't allow yeah. play in some kind of way. And, uh, and we have 50 yeah. people um, gatherings, max, Limits. and we also have the uh, one and a like, half to two meters apart. Mm. What is it? Six, six feet apart. And that goes for restaurants also. Yeah. You need to have uh, like table service. So yeah. every other table is shut down <laughs> or like closed. Uh, but, but like they had to close down a couple of bars here in Stockholm because, because they weren't uh, doing it according to that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so, so have you have you been playing uh, online or what have you been doing? Um... I've not been playing magic at all for way too yeah. long. Yeah, I too. Same here. Me, me neither. This is the first time I've even talked about it and like. <laughs> me yeah. and Gordon did the new com stream. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, and uh, and, and, have and you have one of my webcams, so you can yeah. play webcam games or and do things do like this. And I can do this. I can do this. Uh, but yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. Think I have signed up for some tournaments in like June, I think. But. I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that I can have a small, small gathering soon. I don't know if this is possible. Well, I guess is the, um, were either of you planning to go to the island boat tour thing? Is that happening again? Or is that probably Maybe, uh, No, they, they went out yesterday or the day before yesterday, actually, and said, no, it's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, uh, it makes sense. That's yeah. too bad. And the whole... usually we have Ivory Cup in the end of June, um, I think, 20. The twenty seventh or twenty sixth or so was the plan, um, but I think we were that... planning Fourth of July. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, Fourth yeah. of July uh, yeah. was the plan. We moved it a bit, so uh, we tried to do it so people coming from abroad can do both the uh, the boat and the sea. Yeah, both 
thing and then or whatever in what order do both at least but since no one is coming and we can't have those gatherings anyhow so. yeah but actually uh, uh Dan, uh daniel who are who's organizing uh ivory cup with me and um, uh, came um, came by my house uh, a week ago two weeks ago or so to do the same thing as you said pick up a webcam because yeah. it's impossible to get webcams unless you go to gordon's place apparently um uh, <laughs> i have a couple because of streaming mm-hmm. um so because uh, he wanted to try out playing some online and then we talked about we need to do something because this would have been the sixth year of Ivory Cup. Um, and uh, I just don't want to just like, nah, nothing happened. And that was it. Uh, but we haven't talked more about it. So any ideas for a cool, like just setting up an online tournament, maybe. But we want to have the Ivory Cup feel um, in is, and, and we don't really yeah. know exactly how. Um, are, but, we, we had uh, the thought do, about. Do you guys have any plans for? Have you addressed the situation? We, like, do you have online <laughs> gatherings now instead, or you don't? Um, you I, haven't played, so. But yeah, no, personally, I have not been involved in any. I know there have been some, um, but yeah, I think our regionally, our our beast group have not um, have not organized anything either. But we we kind of already did our big event for the year, so yeah. we're, we're we we got we snuck in. Uh, before the, all the shit at the fan, so we're, we got off lucky. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we will see. People need to chill and... Yeah. I mean, it's not, chill it's and wash your hands. Yeah, well, that too. But, uh, I mean, the fact that so much of our this uh, our community is already organized online and is already accustomed to... Um, to playing online, actually, we're pretty well set up for this. So I've, I've, I guess I don't, I can't speak for everyone, but I suspect that this is not, it is too bad, obviously, to miss some of these um, gatherings where you get to see people in person that you only see, you know, once or twice a year. Uh, but I think we're not missing nearly as much as we might be um, if we didn't have this option. So I'm glad for that. Yeah, uh, like the old school community was the first Skype community, and now all magics are doing this. So uh, it, it, it's, uh, I talked to Marcus, like it's four years ago or something like that, it's five years, four at least, since we streamed the first Skype games uh, at Super Sundays. So, like, we're into this already. And um, with that, uh, for those listening to Flipping Orbs, sadly you can't see our beautiful faces, uh, or at least Seb's, but uh, join us on uh, twitch.tv slash wokwokmtg next time, um, or whatever. I'm Gordon Anderson, you find me at Gordon Anderson. Elliot. I'm Elliot, you can find me at Beta Central. And the time is up. <laughs> and uh, Perfect time. Yeah. You can find me on Instagram mostly, I think. MTG subsidiary. Yeah, I'm just going to, to cut it. The time is up. Oh, no! No. Bye. Thank you very much for listening, viewing, and everything like that. And thank you for joining me here, Seven Elliot. And thank you. Bye-bye.